This is Idle Inspiration, the show about finding our next favorite role-playing game or building it. My name is Caleb. I'm David. And we are here once again to do an episode of Idle Inspiration. We're going to talk about some role-playing game stuff. Yes, sir. Uh, but we're not going to talk about the thing that's been on my mind for days and a week now. <laughs> yeah, we're going to just uh, hard left turn. We're going to hard left turn. <laughs> to, well, it's still burning wheel, but um, yeah, I... I have started up a play-by-post Discord uh, burning wheel game, and I, that's been on my brain constantly the whole week. Uh, but today, we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about uh, Chrome Inquisitors in one way or another. Mainly, we're going to talk about we're going to do some game design, some hacking of burning wheel, um, my favorite role-playing game, to figure out how to do magic. So, if you've been listening to Chrome Inquisitors uh, either in the podcast version or the old YouTube versions. Um, you'll probably know that we don't do Bernie Wheels magic straight. Um, so we, we, I was using a, an existing setting. And so we were taking the Bernie wheel and trying to get it to fit that setting. But I, I didn't do a whole lot of work on it mainly because I didn't know how the Bernie wheel worked yet. So I couldn't hack anything myself really. Uh, so we just kind of like said, ah, it's just a magic skill and you can open it with general points. There you go. Um, and that's, that's how it works. But, uh, I have way more of an idea, not only of how the nine di- disciplines work, um, at least let me rephrase that. I know Bernie wheel well enough now, and I like Bernie wheel well enough now that I want to make the nine disciplines fit Bernie wheel and not the other way around. Right. Okay. Um, I see. I want to, and, and this is a, a game design thing that I have been consciously doing the entire like for maybe since a year ago um with the burning wheel is i i trust the burning wheel um i i trust the mechanics i trust the way luke crane built the game and i want to stray as close to the original design as possible um and and really just try to use the way the game already works to do more things Right. That's that's my game design for uh, philosophy for hacking burning wheel is try to keep it as close to burning wheel as humanly possible. Change as little as possible. And so for this, what we're going to do really is I'm going to I have the burning wheel books next to me and I want to kind of run down and treat uh, this, the nine disciplines as another magic system like burning wheel presents magic systems and not try to do something new with it. Rather, just say, OK, how does burning wheel already treat magic? How can right. we make this system function like a Bernie wheel system? Now on that note, mm-hmm. um, I was actually talking with Jared about this recently and he reminded me that we had done it at one point, or at least we tried to <clears throat> where we just went through an art magic and tied yep. schools of art magic to the different um, disciplines and basically just different, different disciplines had access to different art magic um, mm-hmm. elements and I can't remember what didn't work about that because I don't think we stuck with it. And I can't remember why. So and I was wondering if that was that's part of what mind. we're going to talk about. So I, I okay. still have that list in front of me actually right now. Um, I, oh, perfect. So some of the stuff I know I wrote down more things uh, magic wise that are in a black no- notebook that I may have just thrown away. I don't know where it is. Oh, no. <laughs> um, but. Oh, actually, you know, I think I know where it is now that I'm just thinking about it. I forgot I have like a box in a closet here with like a bunch of uh, old notebooks. Okay. Uh, nice. But anyway, doesn't matter. I can look at that up later. Right. Uh, I have the list that we made when we were talking about that um, here. And I do want to use that, but I want, I don't know if I want to, it's because the, 
the problem remains that it doesn't work foundationally like art magic, right? The way you get magic, the way you right. advance mat, like uh, get new magic, it's very it's yeah. different than art magic. Um, and so I like I right. basically what I am going to do with this list in front of me here, where we we went through each of the disciplines and each of the like skills you can get with the disciplines, and I said, you know, here are the art magic actions that makes the most sense for these disciplines like teleport oh, obviously you could use it to hinder advantage and do arcane action those are the most obvious uses so on and so forth uh, i want to keep that because again game design philosophy i'm going to use the way burning wheel already treats um art ma like magic um and use it to uh make this system fit burning wheel not the other way around so the way I describe all of these things, it will probably be exactly the same as the way art magic describes how to use them. But I still want to like treat it as its right, own right. system for a number of reasons. Um, if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, I'll link a Crow Inquisitors episode where I do a quick rundown of the nine disciplines and what they are. Um, but basically, there are nine different like disciplines of magic uh, in the world of Saragon where Crow Inquisitors takes place. Um, and each of them, there are like, it's, they're grouped into three groups of three. Uh, and as you get higher up on the chain, they get more complicated and esoteric. Um, but you know, stuff like the physical discipline, the sensory discipline, the elemental discipline, the influential discipline, the intellectual discipline, so on and so forth. Um, most of them are straightforward as to what sort of thing you can do with them. Um, but, uh, anyway, yeah. So I want to kind of talk about how to, yeah. Now, I was just looking at the description for art magic and mm -hmm. it already divides the powers up by schools. And yeah. so I'm wondering, and I don't know exactly what you have in mind here. I'm just kind of throwing something out because the only real difference, I think, between the way we've established that version of the nine disciplines and the way that art magic works is that art magic, you're still allowed to use the other discipline or the other effects. They're just harder. Mm -hmm. Um and so if you're willing to do a little bit of alteration of the magic system to fit the game, we could literally just say that you can achieve any of those effects with any discipline. It's just harder, the more removed it is. So mm -hmm. if you want to use your brain to push somebody, it's going to be all harder than using the energy power, uh, oh, you know, the, yeah. the, the potential to move them. Right. Cause that's what it's for, but it's still possible. Mm -hmm. You could telekinesis. It's just going to be a lot more difficult for you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe there are some that are totally barred or whatever. And I mean, if it's at the end and you're getting a minus seven, you're basically barred yeah, from doing it anyways. Yeah. And so what, maybe what we could do is mm -hmm. set up the, in every ability for all of them, which would be a bit of work to be frank, but, mm -hmm. and so basically, you know, this is a scale of ease based on the element of, of reality that you're uh, messing with. Yeah. So yeah, I like that a lot because yep. then we could basically just use art magic as it is. Perfect. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but, no, I think that's what I want to do. I, I, okay. I think I maybe misread this section the first time I read it. Um, oh, because I didn't yeah, the realize I got, yeah, sorry, go oh, the, the impression I got was basically, yeah, when you have a school, you have three abilities yep. and then you, you order the rest from minus one to minus seven. Yep. Or I guess plus one to plus seven. I don't, well, I don't know if you get less dice plus one to plus, plus seven. Ob. Yep. Yeah. I'm looking at it right now. Um, yeah. I think that's how it works. Yeah. And, uh, then you can, I think there's like, you can found your own school, which we would probably yep. not use because that yes, would be exactly making yeah. a new discipline and but. You know, that's easy to ignore. And then you just use your sorcery skill at different ops to, to do those effects. Mm -hmm. um, and I think there's also, I think there's a tax system of some sort for failing. Yeah, making a new discipline in Saragon sounds like the work of demons. 
That's what that sounds like. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I guess it could be done. <laughs> that sounds like uh, it and yeah, and then, things. Right. And then, yeah, there's breadth and yep. duration increases. So I think this would be pretty, yeah, pretty well. I, I, I like that. Uh, but yeah, I think tax, that's going to be easy tax. to do. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, we can basically just go we through. We can literally just go through. Yeah, exactly. The So so the one thing that we're going to have to figure out is the way I have... Uh, the one thing that is different between this and art magic is that right. not only within the discipline or was within the, each discipline, there are different. Oh, that's true. Skills. Right. But I think I'm okay with breaking that. I think I might be ready to just get rid of it. Okay. Um, I think I like that better. I, I it be, mm-hmm. because again, my, my, my philosophy being, I want to make this this system fit Bernie Wheel and not the other way around. Right. I think I'm fine with that, especially because okay. really the way you described those before, right? It's like it's more it gets more and more difficult to do these things that wouldn't right. make sense to do with the discipline. The further you get on, I feel like that just makes way more sense to do it that way instead of having oh induce and stop and teleport and phase and right like right those don't need to be separate skills just have one yeah. skill for the discipline and then have the obs yeah uh, yeah let's do that that okay. works that works so much I'm better fine with that i like yeah. that i think that also gives us a little more room to be a little more flex- a little flexible uh, yeah. wow flexible <laughs> i don't even mm-hmm. know what word i mixed in there yeah a little more flexible with the uh with what we are able to do yep. but still sort of it hinders but us it, give, it gives solid change. boundaries that's exactly that's yeah. what i'm looking yeah. for right the right. The, the create the 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 right strictures to make yeah. the creativity work better not worse exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. i like it I like so it. i guess we could just take because i think we gave them three or four abilities off the bat right most of these yes most of them have like three yeah so we can just follow up and because i think we did that on purpose we were trying yep. to build like a school basically mm-hmm. so we can just follow up on that and list the rest of them in order or yep. you know yeah and honestly i feel like we can just leave that alone for now um we don't need to do because that's just like busy work right yeah i want to keep talking about talking about foundational stuff yeah um yeah so i i think that's a great answer to that that question right there okay um perfect cool uh yes so i guess to break that down again because we're we're talking from knowing right from a knowledge base that the listeners probably don't have yeah uh, before i had each of the disciplines split up into separate skills that you could do with them uh based on based on this type of things you could do with them. Um, and we didn't have any of the art magic stuff. We didn't have, um, it was just like, it's a skill and works like any other skill. There are harder obs, the harder thing you try to do with it. And so I had to split up the discipline into separate skills because I wanted to make sure there was distinct abilities that were being talked about on any given, any given skill. Um, instead, what we're going to do is just have, you have the skill, the physical discipline. Um, that is one category of magic that you have access to um and within that category you have 10 different things you can do with it based on the art magic rules that are already present in the book and we're choosing three of those that you can do without any penalty um you can attempt to do and then seven of them that get increasingly more difficult to use the the farther they get away from the intent of the discipline and i think that that works really well so perfect cool yeah uh the two other things that are important to this are uh, three, I guess. What are these skills based on? Right. Um, how do well? So that question is has a sub question. Sub question. Okay. So so in the third season of Crow Inquisitors, 
the thing I tried to do was I I gave I did a new mo- emotional attribute. I gave everybody the magic right. attribute. Um right. and the way this was supposed to work in theory, right, was um you uh you would as you advance this emotional attribute by having traumatic things happen to you and change happen in your life, then you have the you can unlock more disciplines. Um right and all disciplines mm-hmm. when they open right. open at half of the, the emotional attribute rounded down. Um, I came up with something the other day that I think works to keep that piece and make it even better. Um, I think I like that being the thing mainly because if the magic is based on change and traumatic things happening to you, I think emotional attribute makes total sense, right? Cause that's, that's right. what almost all of that's the emotional true. attributes are about. Right. Yeah. Um, but what I had before, right. Is I knew that emotional attributes typically advance rather quickly if you get the right things, but I didn't want people to get all nine disciplines. But in theory, I was like, uh-huh. yeah. you, you're at magic one, you have one discipline. You're at magic two, you have two disciplines, right? I was like, this works oh. perfectly all the way up to nine and nobody oh. can get 10. But I realized, I think an easier way to do it would be this. And tell me if you think this is a good idea. Um, it works like a, nor- it advances like a normal emotional attribute, right? So you have this magic attribute and we have, I have, I still have this list of obstacle all schools for advancement for the magic attribute here. Okay. Um, But when you advance an attribute, you roll something. I'm trying to remember what I had it. It was like something, something akin to the corruption table. Right. But it, but basically it would be, do you get a new discipline or not? Right. And it would be based on how, how high of a magic attribute you had, you'd have more of a, more of a chance of unlocking a new attribute when you advance. So you don't okay. get a new discipline every time you advance, but you have the possibility of doing it every time you advance. Because in theory, right. the way okay. I, the world I the, like the setting I made up, almost no one would ever get all nine disciplines. Like there was maybe one or two individuals in the entirety of the world who have ever gotten all nine. Yeah, yeah um, I don't recall seeing many characters that had more than two. Actually, mm-hmm. now, now I think about it, I think most exactly. characters I've that seen was in by design. Yeah. So, but I wonder then if maybe and I don't know if you want to put an arbitrary limit on it, but I almost wonder if it would be like, you know, if if nine is the maximum exponent, then it would be more like every three you you get one, right? Because then or maybe you'd be maybe it'd be like every four. Cause then you could only get two more. Cause then you'd have three max. You know what I mean? Like, so instead of, it would be like a milestone. So maybe you'd have other benefits at, you know, level two and level three and then level four, you'd get a new one level five and level six, level seven level. It, it would be like other benefits. And then level eight, you get a third one. Mm-hmm. Cause at that point you're, you're beyond any character we've seen in this, the setting so far for that. And then, you know, you'd get an extra, maybe capstone thing at level nine. That isn't, isn't an extra thing. But because the other thing is, um, if we are going, because what is, I wonder what even, what even that would look like having uh, multiple disciplines, because if we're allowing every discipline to attempt anything, then maybe it's not as much that you get other disciplines as much as you can just do those things easier with your discipline right you just get stronger because i mean to be fair if i have the intellectual discipline and i'm removing 
penalties from things that other disciplines are good at. I'm just as good at those things now as that discipline was, right? Mm-hmm. So if I have a minus one to move uh, with whatever, with intellectual discipline, which probably wouldn't be the case, but just as an example. And then I, for instance, got to level two or whatever, and I got to remove a penalty or re- reduce the penalty of one of my things by one, then I could move that back to being no penalty, which is almost like it works with my um, uh, with my ability normally, right? Like it would always, like it had always been there. Is that, if that makes sense? Uh, like, well, so because each, if each discipline is going to be its own skill. Right. So what, what I'm saying is mm-hmm. maybe, and again, I, maybe you want to have multiple skills opening, but because I was thinking maybe you only ever have your one discipline, but as you improve, your discipline becomes more powerful and more dynamic to the point where you can do other things that other disciplines yeah, can do. Yeah, I don't think that's necessary. Um, okay. I, like, I, I see the problem you're seeing, but also, like, there's just the, the simple fact of narrative, like, fictional positioning is still still exists like i as the gm can at any point just be like this particular thing you're attempting to do with trait transfer or whatever right just isn't possible given the fact that you have this discipline um like i think i think it makes sense to say any discipline can attempt any of the actions but but there's a bunch of different things you can do with the actions right right? and like you know intellectual discipline might be able to do an intellectual trait but not a physical one exactly yeah right that makes sense okay um, all right. Yeah. So in that case, we do want to have multiple skills to be opened yes. as an option. Yeah. Um, I, I almost wonder if maybe it's a choice then, because as a character, oftentimes I think, or as a player, rather, I would almost prefer to improve mine, my actual skill, like my original discipline over getting a new one in some cases, because if I'm opening a new skill at a low level, I might not really get much use out of it. And I might prefer to just improve the one I have. So maybe it can be a choice, right? Maybe it can be, you know, uh, a, like you said, the corruption um, chart is an either or thing, right? So maybe that can be what it is. Maybe it's, if you pick a new discipline, you miss out on this one, but then, uh, or rather next time you have to pick this one. So you can only get a new discipline every other, which at least makes it less. That is one way know. to do it. Okay, so the other thing I just thought of is what if we just roll the die of fate every every time you advance it? And then on a one, you get a new discipline. Yeah, we could just have a roll chart. Um, unless, so, so like, would like one... literally die of fate and you on a one, that's when you get it. Otherwise, you don't. And that's it. Oh, all that okay. happens. Now, would you get something at all other than a new exponent? I don't think so. If you... I mean, except, okay. except for the fact that the... Oh, yeah, I guess I'm trying to think of what the use of the magic attribute then. Yeah, because unfortunately, attributes aren't very useful unless you're opening skills or rolling untrained, but you wouldn't be rolling untrained because you can't, yeah. right? You can't open new skills. Um, oh, and, and yeah. No, you would have to. No, so, so this is the thing. I right. think that makes sense because I think you're rolling the magic attribute. Um, oh, no, you're right. No, that doesn't make any sense. But I mean, the thing yeah. is that emotional attributes usually have extra stuff. Like, you know, it, as you go up them, things happen to you, right? In corruption, you get weird stuff. In faith, I mean... Faith, you have nothing... weird stuff. Oh, do they? No, yeah, okay. it actually has a list um, there where it's like, once you're in this level of faith, you have weird stigmata and you start speaking in tongues and... Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, we could just do something... To it. <laughs> yeah. We could just do something like that where we can have a ladder that is yeah. just, you know, we can just 
and maybe maybe every ladder you roll a die of fate, but then there's also just some stuff. Yeah, I, I, and I if, agree with that. You know, if we want more mechanical options, maybe the corruption options, corruption chart is a good way to go because it sort of encourages you to pick stuff. But if we want it to be more narrative stuff, then I think the progression works fine. Um, so I guess it just kind of depends on what what it looks like when a character's magic stat approves, not their skill, their discipline, but their magic stat, right? Is it more like, is it more like faith where you start glowing for no reason? I don't know if that's one of the things, or is it more like corruption where, Oh, you've, you've gained this new trait that you didn't have before that does something right. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's good or bad, but you know, um, I guess how, how much does your raw magical ability affect your your actual you know skills and and character or is it mostly just like a i don't know right like i i don't think we've i don't think i've thought about that or fleshed that out at all right because the other thing is we could we could assign things like call-ons for specific art magic abilities um and, you know, maybe that's the thing. Maybe that's what we can do with your categories with, um, with induce and stop. So that is maybe those are call on traits for your skill when you're doing those things. Right. Mm-hmm. So if I have, if I have the stop power as a trade, I have all the other ones, but I have a call on for when I'm stopping stuff, but not for when I'm inducing. Right? Yeah. Okay. The more I think about that, the more I like that, because it would be really fun to come up with a corruption trait the like corruption table like the corruption has and have all the different I options so, be too. like a trait or a new discipline or yeah yeah mm-hmm. and have it be okay. different yeah yeah okay yeah so that might be fun and let's then make you a know, note to do yeah. that yeah okay i'm done um, i mean we can just look through what they have in corruption and other stuff and just sort of see what kind of yep. idea what kinds of traits we think would be fun mm-hmm. yep. and what kinds of can make up a couple of them yeah um perfect. it might okay. even be fun if if some of the options were like you grow horns kind of things where it's like weird stuff is just happening to you because yeah. uh, your body has more magical power than you used to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I don't know so, if that's in the lore or not, but that might be fun. Right. I mean, I, the, the, the thing that I'm thinking about is right in terms of emotional attribute, the thing that's happening here is you're becoming more and more changed and or traumatized. Right. Right. Okay. So that's true. I think we, I mean, there's probably, there's certainly traits in the book that we could find that are like that, like yeah. just like weary or like anything like that mm. could work. Right. That's what I was going to say. We can do that thing that corruption does, where if you exactly. pick a good trait on one side, you have to pick a mental exhaustion right. trait on the other right. side. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That sort of thing. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so the, okay. the thing that we have to, if that's the way that's going to work then, which I like, then we also yeah. have to figure out what happens when you reach 10 in magic. <laughs> Because in theory, because uh, typically it's right. like you can't be a player anymore. Like that's, that's yeah, the rule. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, so I guess what's happening in the like, what's actually giving you more magical power right because the idea is you're becoming more of a mentally strained individual but like if you imagine in in stormlight right it's the cracks fill up with power right yeah. so what is what is you know, we're seeing the cracks but what is happening to your actual character when they become more powerful is their soul becoming stronger like what's the actual, it's kind of a mix know? between mistborn and stormlight in that way where it's like okay trauma is happening to you and you're it's it's literally just like exercising a muscle except the muscle is your right. soul 
right? Yeah. It's like your soul is getting stronger by virtue of you having to go through more crap. Um, Right. I mean, yeah, I don't, uh, because the problem is when you, when you become the strongest muscle in the world, you're just the strongest, like nothing happens to you. So exactly. Well, that's not true. I guess you tear and rip. So maybe that's what happens. You can rip skin with muscles to get too big. Uh, so maybe that's what it, it happens, right? Maybe your your soul is just too much for your body at that point, because you know. Yeah, I don't know if. Okay, because because it's the thing, right? This this is obviously like corruption in that right. way, but I think it's also like faith in the sense that it's a it is a good thing happening to you. Like it's not a yeah. bad thing. Well, and that's what I mean. Like if your soul is so buff, it doesn't need skin anymore. That's not necessarily <laughs> a bad thing. Uh, <laughs> and, but again, like, so I, I, I'm not, I don't want to think this in, in like a Gnostic way where like your soul gets too, like your body is also getting better too, right? Like, it's not like, it's not like your soul is weirdly like getting stronger and your body is staying the same. Well, right. I didn't, yeah, I didn't mean like you would actually physically pop out of your body. Right. Like, <laughs> okay. Okay. That's good. That's good. <laughs> but I, meant, I meant more like it would, it would, um, become too strong for the vessel in it. Right. That it would, it would basically either it would be too much for your body to handle and it would, it would leave because it was, it would just destroy your body as it were yeah. like, you know, or it just doesn't need it anymore. So it just eschews its shell, right? You just I, molt. <laughs> I think but, I, like, um, oh, I don't know if we want that in the setting. It's right. I don't, people walk around there's no inclination of that. Exactly. Yeah. That that's um, the thing that's happening to you. So I feel thing, like that would have come up if, right. Exactly. <laughs> the, the thing I'm thinking maybe is okay. what if it's like, this is uh, a quick idea. Yeah. Um, as I say, not uh, at the danger of borrowing more from the concept of stormlight, but what if it's kind of like once you get to that point, you become a force of nature, kind of like the storm father or a shard holder, where well, mm-hmm. you just kind of are overridden by how much magical power there is. And you're instead of be, being a person with the essential discipline, you become the essential discipline stuck to a mind, right? So this is the th- so this is why I was I was grabbing this heroism as an emotional attribute. It's another good one that you get. Right, right. right. Um, th- and this is the exact sort of thing I'm thinking of it. So should your character advance their heroism to exponent ten, they achieve a type of immortality accompanied by one of the following: they die and become the icon of a new religion or transform an old one with their ideals. They retire to a remote hiding place and meditate on the end of the world. They found a dynasty or become a powerful leader at the head of a death cult. That's the sort of thing I'm wanting. I think that's that makes the most sense is some right, sort right. of like I retire to a remote place because I can't handle this anymore. I don't want to be. Yeah, we could have like you you rule a nation. You found you go off into nowhere and build a wizard tower that no exactly. one can find. Exactly. Like that yeah. kind of stuff. That'd be cool. Yeah. I think or, that makes I mean, one of them could be. Sense. Oh, you know what one of the options is? You become a world hopper. You figure out how to get off. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's perfect. <laughs> you advance so far for that sure, you're just like, sure. wait a second. I can leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah have you seen um uh what if the marvel animated thing no yeah yeah okay well it would be basically last episode spoilers for that so i guess i won't talk about that <laughs> Sounds <laughs> but good. there's a thing like that i was gonna yeah. reference but oh yeah, yeah cool. that'd be so cool we can we can write up options for that um that that sounds great perfect yeah that's what i needed yeah uh the other thing is the only other like rule that is changing um is that there are power sources right Um, right yeah 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 so not only do you have to have the magic attribute unlock a discipline by having traumatic change happen to you and have this skill that has all these different options you also have to 
um, do something to get the power in the or, or to channel the power in the first place the, to right yeah wh- where is the power coming from um and i think i've settled on the way that those rules are going to work um because i think it, so you know for example the one that Cantarius had was um you have to give yourself a negative trait and as long as you have that negative trait on your character right. sheet um, he was his own like yeah then yeah. you're basically yeah sacrificing your sight for example to right. um to have a source of magic and i think that's one of them uh one of the other ones is well the other one that cantarius had in season three was um focus being based on the well-being of a group or community magic works normally when the group is doing fine but also drains the group in a very slight way of their mental and physical well-being must do upkeep upkeep on the group with tests to make sure people are happy and healthy if the group is not doing well either socially physically mentally etc then magic tests have increased op and increased drain of the populace the magic accelerates the group's degeneration um so right okay do, do you feel like that sort of thing right so everybody has to choose one of those sorts of things and then have to do tests to upkeep their power source right um or make a sacrifice like giving getting the negative trait do you think that is okay like does that make it too hard unnecessarily or let's there's a tax system built into art magic let me look at that because i think personally that having to do that like constantly would i think we would forget or at least if that's what we have done yeah but if it's part of a tax system that only comes up when you fail then it might we might be able to remember that a little easier let me look so Mm. this is if the spell is failed, the GM may call for a tax test, which is already a test that works uh, as per standard rules. The sorcerer must pass a fort test, which you could just tie it to a different stat if you want. Like, for instance, for the community, it would be a community, but like uh, it might even mm-hmm. be like a, a skill, uh, like a social skill or something, mm-hmm. or maybe just like a willpower test from the community, mm-hmm. um, which would be interesting because then it's not based on you. Right. Yeah. Uh, with an absolute uh, with an obstacle equal to the obstacle of the spell margin of failure has uh temporarily reduces fort in this case it would temporarily reduce morale i I think that's it right there i Uh, think that's perfect because so so for example i'm thinking about all these in my head right so say cantarius is a seer right and um he normally like he'd have to be blind to do this but let's say we're at a neutral starting state he does and we'll say he doesn't have any negative traits but then he fails a test and i call for some sort of test to uh, and the and, you know, failure of which it means you have to take a negative trait for a while right. until you recover recover the tax. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I think that makes perfect sense. And, and so the mm-hmm. one I'm thinking of is um, Narani, for example. Uh, uh, right. Jared, uh, Alphonse having been a favorite of Narani. Yeah. So right. it's not that he has to roll constantly to get stuff from her. It's just that if he fails, she can basically in a faith type way say, hex plague, like now you yeah. have to convince me to still get magic from right me. and it's like a tax i, I think I that like works that. perfectly yeah yeah um there is a little more to it just just in case this helps any mm-hmm. or, or brings up any more so if yep. fort is that's what you're testing in this is reduced to zero the character is incapacitated if fort is reduced below zero the character suffers a wound equal to the obstacle mm-hmm. multiplied by each die below zero uh sorcerers recover taxed fort um sorcerers recover taxed fort the rules described in I guess it means as well, whatever sorcerers recover tax fort with the rules described in the sorcery chapter. So it looks like basically that it's a tick down. And if it ticks to a certain place, it um, there's basically like a, an incapacitation that happens. So I don't know if you want to emulate that or not. Um, that probably might just, that might just depend on what the thing is. For instance, like 
you know, if you're, if you're drawing on your physical strength or whatever, that would be obviously the fail state. Um, so I guess in that case, like say, say you have Nirani as your channel and you, you tax all the way down to zero or whatever, tax whatever thing she has down to zero um, or her goodwill then what happens? Because in this case, you're incapacitated, which is temporary, and you regain it in your tax. So would you just kind of go into like a uh, like a magic burn kind of state where you just can't do it for a while? Or what yeah, do you I think, think I think we should write up separate rules for each. Okay, uh, each uh, power source, but that's I think a perfect example. One of them is just like Nirani was not talking to you. You have no magic, mm-hmm. right? And right. you have to woo her back somehow, um, <laughs> right? Like I think yeah. that's perfect. Um, no, me too. Uh, and, and and then for right for a seer for having the negative trait, it's like you you have to keep the negative trait. Like you mm-hmm. can't take it off, or maybe you do get a wound. Like that maybe that is like a even further, or you get two negative traits, right? Yeah, you know, whatever. Or it means. could make it could make the negative trait stick around longer until it becomes that, permanent, yeah. right so like mm-hmm. you know maybe it's like oh it's going to be around for a day now it's gonna be around for a month now it's gonna be around for a year now you're just deaf right yeah. like the more you push it down and yeah. that would probably have to be based on i think just for balance sake it would help if we can base it on a a stat or a number that is relative to a stat right because that's for it is a stat on a character so it's expecting your tax to be based on a, a um, stat. an attribute level stat so, because you know, you know, somewhere between like three and six, probably. three and six, yeah. So, you know, if we if we just make sure that whatever we're taxing is in that range, yep. Which the easiest way to do it is just be pick a stat most of the time. But in the case of like Narani, it maybe it could be her. Um, it could just be like a clock of her goodwill. It could even just be her will. Although then more willful people would actually be more patient with you. And I don't know if that makes more or less sense i don't know <laughs> well <laughs> will, i mean will being both your willpower and your social graces kind of complicates yeah that so maybe so. maybe in that case it would be their will stat so if they're an impatient god they're going to run out of tax much faster maybe in that case um so yeah, well, i'll figure that out yeah yeah um but you know yeah i think as long as i think we're tying them into some kind of stat mm-hmm. uh then i think it should work fine i think i actually think my geos was my channel you know, I mentioned that I had that on my oh. character sheet. I'm pretty sure that was my source. My source yeah. was if I was using, if I was driving towards my goal, I could have magic. And if I wasn't, I, I didn't have magic, I think was what it was. And what was the gauge that I gave you? Do you even remember? Um, Because I, I think... Wasn't it something, it was, literally was it like just, the cosmological, like the main mission of the, the game or something uh, like that? So I think it was just, if I was pursuing a goal, let me, let me look. Um, but, but I think it was a particular goal because that's the point of a gauge is like, you have you are given a magical compulsion yeah but i think the idea was that um like once i completed that it would it wouldn't just be gone right so it would be let me see because I, I think it was based on my character but i might be wrong let me i'm, I'm opening up the rule 20 thing here so i can find it um so i think i just made up read. a trait right yeah, let me read right. what I have here as soon as I can find it. Uh, character info, maybe. Uh, yeah, so I have a die trait called called how we pronounce it. Geish, it's uh, a or like geish. a okay. Gaelic word. Ah. when your actions align with a belief or instinct, divine strength will aid you. That's what it says. So That's if what weird. I'm doing is aligned with a belief or instinct, then then I can have magic available to me. 
but it, there isn't anything specific written there. Um, because I think the idea is, is as long as the thing is on my sheet as a belief or an instinct, it counts. Um, Man, I don't know what, like what even was happening there. <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> what we were doing. Yeah. Well, I think I just, I think you asked me what I thought his channel would be. And I was like, can it just be like his quest basically? Right. So like if he's in his, his like, Mm. willpower and like you know belief i guess literally so you know basically because a belief is a goal it's based on your own personal beliefs that's why i think it's tied to that right so if i'm doing something that i don't feel strongly about i don't have magical oh, strength oh i i right? think i remember we we were we were kind of using an as an um what am i trying to say we were talking thinking about it in the same way as like a um a knight's radiance oaths where it's like the further you get away from the oaths the less your magic works mm. but like for okay. your beliefs i think right, that makes sense yeah that makes sense right um okay perfect yeah cool i i do also think it would be cool to have a samson style uh almost the opposite right where you have magic until you do something and then you just don't <laughs> like um if you cut your hair it's just boop there's gone Bye, bye, magic. Um, <laughs> yeah, I always thought those this whole Samson's um, Nazarite oath thing was a cool, would be a cool like magic system mm-hmm. thing. Um, so yeah, so so for for Gaish, then it would basically be. Honestly, this this brings up some really good. I think we need to solidify one belief. Um, kind of like um. Turn one of those up. special traits. Oh, no, well, kind of one of like one of those special traits that says you have to have a belief about this sort of thing. Is, oh, and right. if you ever get rid of it, then you lose this trait. I think we need to come up with a uh, a blanket like I believe this thing, and that needs to stay the same for mm-hmm. the geish, right? But you can change the second part of it, obviously. But like we need something right. that is is like Dellen's driving thing, and as as long as you keep doing that, you're you're good with magic stuff. But if you ever, and then like, if his driving thing changed, then it would just be the circumstances that he gets magic would change. Cause I, I assume he wouldn't lose the magic if he is. Well, it would probably be attacks, just... right. Until you figured out a different thing. Right. Oh, right. You, yeah. Would, until you went on I mean, like, I, cause I'm thinking about it in kind of like in terms of like an, a paladin, almost like an atonement thing where like, right, if, yeah. you, if you have to cha- drastically say you got a D's point <laughs> for dr- yeah. you know, going against that belief and you have to change it, then you lose magic right. for a while while you figure out your life. Right. Yeah. And then you but have it to like, come up gone. It, it wouldn't would be gone, be, gone. Yeah. You would just have yeah. to like have an actual new purpose and it would have to be, it would, yeah. have t- it would take a while. Right. Depending on right. how you fail the tax roll or whatever. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. that sort yeah, of thing. No, I think that makes sense. Um, Perfect. Yeah. So I just need to make a list of like the ones I know already exist in the world and make sure we write up rules for all those and yeah, have, have all that. Yeah. I love that. I think, yeah, I think that's cool. That is perfect because that is the, I, I didn't even think about it that way, but that was the thing that's missing from the Saragoth thing is tax. Um, mm-hmm. That's a, yeah. that's a fundamental part of sorcery and burning wheel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And any magic in Bernie Well, there's always consequences for failure that yeah, are like right. more magical in nature anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so tying that to the power source, I think makes perfect sense. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. Uh, that's great. Cool. Yeah. I'll just make some notes to, um, so for what, I, yeah, what we need <laughs> to actually like, you know, the busy work of writing out some of this stuff. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. But, uh, I think that's, that's all I needed um cool and i should get ready to go to dinner anyway yeah, no um so 
good time. Good stuff. Cool. I am excited to do Crow Inquisitors yeah, whenever we do Crow Inquisitors. Um, yeah. But in in media res, I'm excited for the Weave Below. Right. Yeah. Our new Discord play by post game. Uh, and I honestly, I'm probably going to. Um. Uh, open it up to spectators. I think is is oh. my plan is to have like a the spectator role in there. So I'll open up mm. the link to the public, and if people want to come and just watch us write out a story mm. together, uh, they can. Cool. So, Very nice. yeah. Um, one last question, real quick. I know you have to go. Um, mm-hmm. as far as like the actual skill exponents and all that stuff goes, because my character does have magic, Dylan does. How do we want to do that? Like, are we just gonna? We're just gonna erase the stuff that's on there and okay. rebuild it. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, that works for me. Okay. <laughs> yep. Uh, cool. Yeah. Um, can can hash out the details there, and yeah, I'm looking forward to. Do we have an idea for when we're gonna start off our we below thing? Oh, the we below. Um, we have to still make Jordan's character. Okay. Um, and I want to write. I need to write up both your World Hopper's Guide to the Galaxy, and oh, I yeah, need to yeah. write up the Player's Guide in general. I'm gonna write up like. Um, the basics of burning wheel, the structure oh, yeah. of what we're going to be doing on the discord and a okay. bunch of, and the setting notes that we've come up with, like in a condensed way. So mm-hmm. it's easy to yeah. reference for everybody. Right. Um, once that's all done, then we'll, we'll get started. So however long that takes awesome. me to do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Would you do the outro for us, David? Yeah. Thanks everybody for joining us. And uh, we hope you're inspired to play more role-playing games. Have a good one. Absolutely. Adios. Thank you.